Welcome to the Dating Advisory Board, Ibon Eka. I'm one of my great friends. Love him to death. Um, a little bit of background on him. He's a leadership entrepreneur and small business expert who regularly appears on MSNBC, Fox News, Fox Business Channel, NBC, and CNN. Uh, he's an accomplished TEDx speaker, motivational speaker, Huffington Post, small business blogger, and office depot blogger. But he's also the author of Start Me Up, the No Business Plan Business Plan. Woohoo! I'm so excited that you're yes. here today. I'm so glad to be here. I mean, I remember you had me. You talked. We talked about it months ago, and and now this is the reality. Of I know. It all, so I'm glad. I, I am glad. Thank you so much. So I know your story on how you got to where you are today, and how you got to write your book and do amazing things, and and and, and be very inspiring to a lot of people. I mean, I personally watch your Periscope's Facebook. Very inspiring. I love it. Thank you. I, I need. I need to get a kick in my butt. I'm like, okay, he's right. I'll just read and keep it moving. <laughs> <laughs> but so let's go through how you got got here. Um, it's very interesting. I, I have I have a, a, a base story, then I have all these other stories sprinkled in. So I'm very fortunate to have lived a very good life so far. Um, still have a crap ton of shit to do. But uh, so I was born and raised in Toronto, Canada, uh, to Nigerian parents. My my parents used to live in in the U.S. Uh, back when he went, my father went to Howard in the '60s. And so when I was a kid. Um, my parents split, and my mom raised four kids by herself. Right. She lived in public housing in Toronto, Canada. Still love the six. Toronto is like my home. Um, but I recently became a, a U.S. citizen. Now, after that happened, I've always had this dream of playing uh, playing college basketball. And so I literally, at the age of 12, I had that decision. I mean, I remember making that decision. It was on a cold day. I made a decision. I said, I'm going to play basketball in college. I had friends who thought didn't think it was possible for them. So for me, I thought it was. And I just, you know, back then, there's no internet. And I took the time to... Uh, I literally went to a library, got a book, sent about 350 different letters to different colleges randomly in the mail, saved up money, working at McDonald's in multiple jobs, went to a basketball camp, ended up being left behind in a, gray, in a Greyhound station in Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, it, was, it, was right, it was right next to, I remember, Cleveland State University, a 17-year-old, with, I was like holding my bag, sleeping on a bench uh, for a night because they forgot to pick me up at the camp. Like, there's all these different things that have happened to me, but I always mention that all, all, out of all the BS and bullshit stuff that happened, those were inconveniences to what the bigger goal was. So uh, after that happened, I ended up going to Calvin College, played Calvin. Part of the dream was to continue playing. I ended up playing professionally in Europe for a couple of years, in Switzerland, in England. I was fortunate, fortunate enough to go to North Korea, uh, Iran, and other countries as well. Uh, and then I just uh, accounting was my undergrad, mm-hmm. became a CPA. And as of what, what I do now when it comes to motivational and speaking and leadership, it was just a normal progression of t- thinking about my life, but also more importantly, it was also understanding the importance of finality of life, like we're all going to die. And if people are watching, listening, I don't mean this in a bad way, I just reality, we're all going to die. So if that's going to happen, why not have the best experiences I can? And all the shit that we worry about tends not to be as important. Right. Um, and so being a CPA and having an accounting background, I've always been into entrepreneurship, and that ended up leading to the book Start Me Up. Start me up. Okay. So let, let, let's talk a little bit about what the book entails. Okay. So how do we start me up? <laughs> it's funny. Uh, that's, that's a great title. My publisher is so smart. So I, uh, very similar, uh, how I wrote that book, the impetus behind the book was I had a friend. I used to write business plans back in the late 90s, early 2000s when I was overseas, but also before I went. And uh, in the dot-com days. And so that's, that was the thing to do, write a business plan, and everybody was trying to pitch ideas, back of a napkin type crap. And so after that experience, I, I pitched a bunch of VCs. I have, very, I have a lot of experiences in pitching and, 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 and pitching ideas and stuff like that in the tech space. And 
eight, nine years later, I had a friend who really wanted to start a business. And she knew that she knew my background and asked me to help her with the business plan. I said, no, how about you write it and then I'll review it for you and give you some pointers. And she gave, but the thing is she came back to me nine months later. And literally I told her, you could have had a baby in the nine months time you wasted writing this stupid ass business plan that nobody's gonna read. And the reason I know that is because I went through that. Bankers don't read them, investors don't read them, it's all bullshit, nobody reads it, it doesn't matter. Literally the first line of the, first line of the book is, your business plan is bullshit, you know, for the most part. And so it doesn't really matter. And so, but there's an easier way. And so I whittled that down, my experiences to four major areas, and I call those the four S's. It's structure, strategy, systems, and sales. And if you focus on those four areas in any business, it doesn't matter if you're starting, it doesn't matter if you're currently in business, focus on those four major areas, you have a better chance of, of you know, success and actually growing a business. And then, so let's, let's move that into the, how we could apply that into the dating world, right? So that's because now dating can be overwhelming, especially with all these online apps, and mm -hmm. it gets to be overwhelming if you're just kind of coming into this. If you had been dating or not, or just, do you, what, what would you give as your dating strategy? Every, every, the things in life, everything are tools. I've had lots of friends who use Bumble and Tinder and all this stuff, and it's the same narrative. Like, it, whatever you decide to use is predicated on your beliefs, a system and structure, right? So if you're like, oh, apps suck, I'm not gonna use them. It's because, you, because there's something else underneath that, that statement. It's not the apps, it's the fact that I'm not comfortable doing this, or I tried it before and it failed. Mm -hmm. So the first thing you have to do is get rid of your limiting beliefs when it comes to a dating world. Same thing happens in business. You, people always say, oh, business plans don't work, and mm -hmm. real estate is bullshit. But they're saying that based on something that they have no idea about, they don't, they're not talking to any experts, maybe they bought a house and they lost their shirt on it, and so as a result of that, they're like, they, that's, their, that's their blanket belief. Right. So I've met people who, a good friend of mine who lives close to here, and he, he, we were talking about it, and he, he was in a dating pool again, and he's, you know, it's the same thing, apps are bullshit, I'm not using it, da, da, da. and I said, look, dude, this is, this is, these are tools, this is where we are today. Yeah. Absent of you walking down to the mall in Washington, Washington uh, the monuments, and saying hi to every single woman you run into, right. use the damn apps. Right. Plain and simple. So You have to adapt to the technology, because exactly. now we are a technology-driven community, and you just better get on board, because it's gonna be like that in business, yep. and it's gonna be just like that in the dating world. Exactly, and so let me give you another analogy. So people will say things like, oh, I need a new site, all this stuff, I need to do all these systems. They're, they're, they're hiding behind the systems, and they think it's tactical tactics, but the underlying principle is you need to, you're selling to a human being as a business. You're selling to a person. Mm -hmm. I don't care what the hell you sell. You're selling to an actual person who's going to write you a check. Right. Just like same thing to when it comes to dating. You're selling yourself to a person, right? right? And you have to be able to sell who you are, what you stand for, and just core principles of what you're about and what you're, what you're looking to do. So you can, so there's, there's literally so much analogy between whether the business world and also dating mm -hmm. that a lot of people don't really see if you go, unless you go a level below, right? right? But it, again, all the stuff, whether it's a book, whether it's you know, a site, whatever the hell it is, it, they're all tactics. But under, what do you stand for? What are you about? What are you trying to accomplish? What are you trying to, what's your results? What and be you, authentic, because it's gonna come out anyway. Exactly, you could, it's like an interview, same thing. Right. Interview for a job, you interview for a date, you, you know, six months later, I'm gonna know you're crazy or not. You know, you're gonna know if I'm crazy, you're gonna know what my idiosyncrasies are. Right. Same thing in a, in a business. You have a client to be a pain in the ass, you know, but at the beginning they're like, I wanna work with you, this is fun, fantastic. Yeah. And later yeah. on, they're straight up assholes. So, right. you know, so, so that, at the end of the day, it comes down to that. I always say, you know, you're just trying to find people in business and personal whose demons play well with your demons. <laughs> Oh, I like that. You like that? I like that? Yeah, I like yeah. that. Um, but I think it's true. You know, I have people who tend to get discouraged. And this is where I think that you've helped a lot of people. And I know you've helped me when I've kind of gotten down in the dirt about stuff. And I, you know, just not in a good 
place when I thought things were going to work out and they may have had a business or wasn't moving fast enough <laughs> or you get discouraged in the abyss of the dating world, <laughs> right? Or, I mean, I have girlfriends tell me all the time, like, I just don't want to do it. <laughs> I'm just not going to date. Huh? Like, you're a very successful, really pretty, fun, attractive woman. You're just going to throw the towel on, like, I'm done. Because <laughs> what, one guy made a, you know cancel a date yep. I mean that's so how would you I mean in business you're, you can't just give up if you don't yep. want something great yep. you have to work for it yep right? every single person you've seen achieve greatness has come from a tremendous amount there's a price to pay for greatness right and so let's let's, let's you know talk about evolution I'm a huge fan of evolutionary psychology and behavioral economics and the mindset of things and because again if you don't believe something's possible you don't have a vision of what it's supposed to look like all the other shit doesn't matter it doesn't matter what I tell you it doesn't matter if Jesus came and said hey do this and if you don't believe in Jesus it's irrelevant, right? So when it comes to whether it's dating, whether it's a business or an idea and you feel discouraged, the goal, the, the point is a lot of people are too vague in what they want. So they, they say they want more money. They say they want freedom. But what does that mean, right? More money can be a dollar. More money can be $10. It could be $100,000. Mm-hmm. It could be $10 million, right? And so knowing what your target is increases the likelihood of you actually getting it. So every time I've, I've had something that's measurable, I've always been able to actually attain it. So, you know, someone like your friend, I've met people like that too, who are like, I don't want to date, dating's bullshit, and they just blanket general statement, all guys, all girls, it sucks, all that stuff. And it's because, again, they, they, hit, they hit a bad experience, something bad happened to them, and that has framed the rest of their lives as to that particular area, right? right? But as human beings, we are meant to be companions. We're meant like the, like the, look at Maslow's hierarchy of needs. They're, those basic needs have to be have to be met: food, water, shelter, and self self actualization. Another something that we'll never get to. A lot of people don't get to. But you need to you want companionship. It doesn't matter if it's sexual, romantic, but you want to be with somebody. So your per, your friend saying, I, you know, it's bullshit. I don't want to date. That's a bunch mm-hmm. of shit. She's going home wishing she had a dude. Of course. She's going home looking at you and your relationship saying, I wish I had a guy like him. She's looking at her friends, I wish I had a guy like him. I don't want to be alone on a Friday. All that stuff. But she tells herself a story right. so that she can so she can literally uh, substantiate why she is where she is. Right. And it's the same thing in a business. People like businesses don't work, this kind of business. They have no right. idea what they're talking about. Right. They had one bad experience. They saw something that didn't work. And then all of a sudden, you know, that's that sets the, the tone of their life. That's ridiculous. I can't. I can't deal. I know. I know. I just I was sick of it. I can't stand it. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag. <laughs> But, but no, I, you know, the one thing you, is I met this woman and we were talking and had a conversation and she said, you know, I don't know what's going on. You know, I keep dating the same type of guys and they keep treating me X, Y, and Z. And I don't know why I'm still dating these men. And I said, well, it's, you need to look within you and you need to have that look in the mirror and see if there's that ghost in the mirror that you want to see or see mm-hmm. the reflection that you want to see back. Right, or really take time you know if you come out of a relationship or whatever this thing may be just make sure that you feel good about who you are mm-hmm. right and that's in business too I mean yep. you know especially because it's coming down from the top so if the CEO of a company isn't happy isn't not I mean you're always going to be stressed but I mean yep. if you could you could feel the energy if it's good or bad mm-hmm. I mean mm-hmm. I'm a huge believer in that feedback is huge in general any part of life and those who do well I've noticed in my life anytime I've, every time I fail I didn't I wasn't paying attention mm-hmm. to the feedback I wasn't paying attention to what was out there so you're like your friend if she is in a situation where she is constantly dating the same guy 
she's a common denominator. Those guys don't know each other. Maybe they do. I don't know. But they don't yeah. know each other for the most part. And so there's that she's a common. Yeah, yeah, but kind of weird. <laughs> like sister wives. Right. Um, yeah, that's kind of weird. But yeah. anyways, yeah, they would. You know, they, they they don't know each other. So it's it's all her. So there's something about her, her energy, where she is. That exi- that's exhibiting that, or maybe the way she sees herself allows mm-hmm. her to be with somebody like that. Or maybe she, uh, you know, thinks, "Oh, well, I have to be a certain way to attract a certain type of guy." Who, in my mind, I've manifested that that's what she's supposed to be. You know, I always joke. I want to say, like Cinderella. I, I do want to write an article about this. Like Cinderella, your parents told you some wrong story. <laughs> Okay, because it's you. Don't ever rely on somebody else to make your own dreams come true or have their dreams come true. I mean, you need, and I hate to say it, you have to, you know, look out for number one. Yeah. I mean, mean, in the end of the day, and then then build on that for other things. But if you're not looking inwardly towards yourself on how you could be a better person, how you could strive to to do well for others. And Mm -hmm. I mean, it takes a, you know, and it takes an advisory board. And I really firmly believe you should have a dating advisory board and a business advisory board. I completely agree. Sometimes they're the same. I completely agree. And and, I mean, if you think about it, we... Well, the first thing is we talked about Cinderella. I mean, that's all some bullshit. It, yeah. And I say this in, to say this. It's like, like no Prince Charming's coming, sister. Where, as a kid, you're taught these narratives growing up. Men right. are taught one thing. Women are taught one thing. I mean, you look at wedding rings. Okay, granted that someday I'll be doing the same thing, but it's whatever. It's, I'm not going to change that. I don't care. Uh, it's for her, not me. So, but but with that being said, we're taught these things growing up that they become part of you know the narrative of our, of our culture, right? Mm-hmm. And so Cinderella's Prince Charming, or the, mm-hmm. there's a guy supposed to pay for everything, and there's but we don't understand the nuances of working together how two people are right. the second point I want to make you mentioned earlier about uh, the importance of looking within I always say this you need to be the CEO of your own life right and, and, and it's it's kind of like I, and that goes into I gave a, um, a keynote speech a couple weeks ago where I talked about the importance of uh, being your own leader like we're all we can all be leaders unfortunately we th- were taught that leadership means someone has to give us permission so some CEO of a company says, you're gonna be the leader of this team. But in reality, you gotta lead yourself. You gotta lead your ass first, right? right? Because if you don't, you're just gonna turn into a lemming and eventually that leads to apathy. Right. So that becomes apathy in dating, that becomes apathy in your business, that becomes apathy in dealing with your clients and your customers and the kind of value you bring. At the end of the day, value has to be exchanged. It mm-hmm. doesn't matter, I don't care if it's money for a customer, I don't care if it's love and relationship, mm-hmm. there's value exchange. You do something, the other person does something, and it's unconditional, you just do it in, the, in exchange, it just happens as part of the exchange, right? And if you don't, that becomes, a, that becomes servitude, servitude, that becomes you know, slave type, type of servitude. It's, it's, you know, and you see that a lot with, with, with people who rely on each other too much in, in a very destructive way. Right. You know? right. The same thing happens with a customer. You have a customer, right. one, one of the biggest, you're, say you have one client and that's the biggest client you have, yeah. they turn you into an asshole, you become a dog and you just, whatever they call, you answer, you're running around, flying all over the country, yep. because if they cut, you know, cut the contract, you're done. Yeah, yeah. You know, you bring up a really good point. I talk about value versus loyalty, mm-hmm. right? If, you, if you're not providing value to your client or your partner, mm-hmm. there is no loyalty. Yep. And they're pretty, sh- I mean, there really shouldn't be. I mean, because yep. there's 30 people, 30 other customers that are, are waiting to take over my customer or, you know, vend- different vendors or suitors. Or, and so, I mean, how are you providing value? Mm-hmm. What are you doing above and beyond? Like in business, how are you keeping your customer? Like we just had a customer event last night with Tian. So mm-hmm. we partnered up, collaboration. I love it. Right? Yeah. And how do we help our clients? Yeah. I mean, I've been in the same company for 11 years. Yeah. I mean, when we do installations, we do Bencom cupcakes. Yeah. Right? And it's, awesome. it's, it's something, how are you standing out? How are you standing in front of them? Sending an email, not, I mean, it's good. Yeah. But like, what are you doing above and beyond? Yeah. 
It's the same thing with dating. I'll right. take I'll, you take the business. I'll take the dating side. It's the same thing. It's it's knowing, listening to what your partner wants. I don't care what it is. Like we, there, there's there's two areas. Is what we think our partner wants, mm-hmm. and it's actually if we're paying attention what they actually want. And a lot of times it's not that complicated. It's mm-hmm. not it's not a shit ton of money or anything else. It's just. You know, I want you to notice, you know, you like tennis. Give me a fucking tennis racket, you know, signed by <laughs> Steffi Graf or whatever. Right. I mean, but because you because because it happened, I'm not saying you had to sell your house and fly over there. I'm not saying anything. You know what I mean? Like it's right. something small. Like I, I know you talked about this a couple months ago. It'd be cool if I got this for you. I got this for you. I'm like, mm-hmm. holy cow, you actually were listening. Yeah. Or write a note. Write a note. Yeah. It's a basic. Yeah. No, I've done that. I, I, I do like as a result of all like seeing and paying attention. And like mm-hmm. you said, we talked about different relationships. Every relationship I've ever been in, I've learned something from it. The good ones and the bad ones. But I think that's true in everything. And you have to. You have to. Many don't. And that's the problem yeah. that, that they run into. They don't learn from the mistake. Again, p- part of having Yeah, or they wanted feedback. to blame others for their own exactly, personal exactly. mistakes. Oh, well, exactly. you did this. No. No, you did that. You need yeah. to take responsibility for yeah. it. Now, everyone needs to take... I mean, in every kind of relationship, yeah. there is responsibility on both hands. It's yeah. just how one deals with it. Yeah. I agree. Right. Yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe I did do something wrong. You're yeah. right. I did something wrong. I, I'm sorry I, I, for I'm that. I'm sorry. And you know how how hard I hear is for people to say I'm sorry. Yeah. And actually mean it and yeah. be genuine. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Right? Not like I apologize for what, how I'm you feel. Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for the way you feel. Yeah, I'm sorry that you feel that way. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's like, why did you even say it? Like, now you just made it worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely. Now you just went more in the doghouse. <laughs> 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 so when you're talking about, let's talk a little bit about quality of prospects, right? We're talking about quality of prospects and business and and in the dating world how would you go about that I mean we talked a little bit about you know I call the tribe Mm -hmm. or your the the dating advisory boards but so give us some examples like networking or how would how would you it's very similar again it's very similar like we talked about um, from a dating perspective we talked about you know Bumble and Tinder and all these tools right they're tools everything's a tool so whether you go to a networking event from the business side it's just switch business cards you get the new business networking app or go to a business networking site it's all the same crap it's very similar to garbage in garbage out right so you have the first thing I always tell people is this you have to know your target you have to know what you want you have right. to know what the number is supposed to look like because right. then you can work backwards and reverse engineer what it's yeah, supposed to actually look like reverse right? engineer hashtag you have to I mean you got to and a lot of people don't and so what ends up happening because you don't reverse engineer you have no idea you just say I want this client why like how much you, what do you want to sell them or him or her what do you what kind of relationship do you want is, it, is there is there is, does your is, is, is from a dating perspective is your ideal partner uh, the same religion, the same kind of money. Like, what do they like? What do they care about? What's you know? There's there's also what are their interests? But I mean, I think that's fleeting sometimes. But all the like, what are the what are their core beliefs of things? How do they? How do? How are they? How is their mind opening up? So for me, I had to go through other relationships to understand that mm-hmm. these are the questions I should be asking. And then I, and my my current relationship now is an amazing woman. She's phenomenal, and we have a 14 year age difference, but. We are literally on the same plane. Yeah. And she literally is the same level where I am mentally, where I see things. I can't I wait to things. meet her. Wait. Yeah, she's, she's freaking phenomenal. Her name's Laura, she's phenomenal. And, and, and being on the same level of knowing like what, supporting, like we support each other, we think, we, we understand, we see the, the message, I can tell her what I'm thinking, what I wanna do, and different ideas I'm working on. I'm working on. She's like, okay, I see where that's going. What about, have you thought about this? I respect, I, re, I, I respect her, her feedback. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people I don't. Well, I think um, that's a res- you said respect. Yes, I well, respect the feedback. And I think in a lot of relationships, there may be a tendency not to have respect, or maybe 
you're not showing it enough or yeah. be quick to say, oh, that's not right. Or and that, and that, and that, is, and that is an ego-driven thing. So you're, mm-hmm. that, there, you have that ego issue coming in. And I, again, I understand, especially if you're a dude. If you're a dude, it's, it's you have, I'm gonna take care of the woman, I'm gonna take care of the house, that's what I do. I get it, you know, and that's, and that's something that still happens. But again, the right partner supports that need of yours. Well, it has and to be so, an alignment, right? And it's an alignment, yes. Right, it's alignment. So like if someone wants that, yep. that's great, yep. you know? So, but if someone that is, you know, like, no, I wanna do X, Y, and Z, and they're like, no, 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 that's just, that's just like, it's like putting uh, diesel fuel in your car. It isn't, and it's not a diesel engine, it doesn't work. No. Like it's, they're, they're both in the same pump. But it's not the same thing, yeah, so yeah. you not can't. Not the same flow. Not the same flow. <laughs> yeah, your car gets jacked up, and then you got to buy a new car. So, so it's the same thing. And and, it's, and but too many people try to, they try really hard to keep to make it. I gotta make it work, and yeah. I don't want to be a failure. You're not a failure if you end up if you learn from something, right? It's a failure if you continue fighting things to keep something together because you think you have to. Right. If if you do it for children, I know people do it for children. Like your children, your children will know. I knew my parents had problems, even though they never told me shit. Right. Right. And you know, people have you know, like you know, something something won't be settled. Yeah, it's in your, in your core. Like yeah, it's you, in your core. Your intuition is just. In, we need to lead more by that. By yeah, the way, definitely. But um, when you say you made a good point about. Um, I always talk about putting it out there in the mm-hmm. universe, yes. right? So when you're talking about, because if you really truly believe in it and you have that mindset, mm-hmm. right? And I do want to come back to, to okay. this on, so remind, remind me, <laughs> um, about um, being you know, athletes and yeah. how that changes the game on certain things. But um, when you're putting the core values that you want in someone, mm-hmm. like write it out, mm-hmm. put it, but not superficially. Yeah. Like, what are you going to look like 30 years down the road? Yes. What are the 50 years down the road? Like, are you going to be able to, you know, handle yeah. a certain situation well together? How is mm-hmm. this going to work? So I think that um, people should do that. I mean, just if they're on the date, you know, if they're starting a list of what they want and then write your profile, that's you. Yeah. Don't write it as someone else. Yeah. Just be authentic. Yeah. Because, because a lot of people aren't, care, aren't happy with, not happy. They're not, they're not sure what, who they are and what they are is enough. They don't. They don't know if they're enough. But you are enough. I mean, I agree with that. For some reason, are. they don't think they are. And well, so. and then they need to listen to your podcast, <laughs> <laughs> and they need to watch your stuff because it's inspiring. I appreciate uh, that. No, it's 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 very simple. It, it's obviously what's simple is not always easy to do. So, it's it's understanding the one thing you mentioned was which was key, and I mentioned this earlier was the important. And we talked about you know being athletes and what what we kind yeah. of do, and I, I know exactly where you're going with this, but we. It's important to be very specific. You have to. You yeah. have to have specificity. Like yeah. I can't stress that enough. You don't get anything from this damn interview that you've had with me. Anybody who's listening and watching, they have to get the fact that you have to be specific in what you want. If you're not yeah. specific, you will. You will quit. You'll settle. You will. You will make. You'll make uh, excuses. Right. You'll take shortcuts because you don't know what's what something's supposed to look like. So if you if you know my goal is to make a, to build a hundred million dollar business. Mm-hmm. You know instinctively that's not going to take two years. So you won't take shortcuts. You won't take some bullshit client because you know there's supposed to be some type of organic mm-hmm. growth, right? Same thing with, a, with dating. My goal is to get married. I need to find somebody who fits these important things that are, are non-negotiables, right? right? That, are, that are deal breakers. And I'm not going to settle on that. If right. it's religion for you, fine. That's This is America. You can do whatever the hell you want, right? right? But this, but you have to make sure you're non-negotiable. Don't get married and you know a year or two later, man, she's Muslim, I'm this, I don't understand. Like, dude, you knew that. from She didn't lie to you right you just decided to say i can make this work She's, for whatever reason you rationalized to yourself mm-hmm. right so you settled um and so as a result uh, being specific is very important and if you don't have that and going back to the mindset piece yeah. it's it's 
there, there's this four, uh, this is four let this, this acronym that I teach uh, when it comes to leadership. I, talk, I, I teach employee leadership and personal leadership, and it's about uh, I call it vice. So the first V is vision, you know. And I, and I had a feeling that as athletes, we visualize a lot. I visualize yeah, a lot. I visualize too. all sorts of stuff. Yeah, everything. Three every degrees down. I always say it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And I, people I, are like, I had to. I was at a conference and they were recording me. They're like, "Tell us you're four degrees down." And I was like, "Really? Okay." <laughs> I mean, I love these girls. It was fun because I wasn't expecting it, but it's true. Yep. You visualize the shots. Okay, yep. I'm hitting here. I'm doing a forehand down the line, cross yep. court, come up to the net, boom, points over, next, and let's keep it moving. Yep. Well, it's yep. strategy. Yep. Yep. So yep. I think in a, in a lot of ways, the having that kind of going through sports and having that mental toughness has given me an advantage um, in in business and in personal because you have to be strong. You cannot let, there's gonna be haters. Yep. You talk about that a lot. Yep. People are gonna say really nasty things yep. to you and they shouldn't be on text messages. Yep. <laughs> so, when that happens yeah. to me, when I get hate, I know I'm doing something right. Yeah. I know I'm doing something right. Yeah. Like, it, it's not easy. Winning. Yeah, I'm winning. It's not easy. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it's no. easy. I'm not saying if someone hates you, like, oh, it's okay. I can. It's easy. It's hard to deal. Mm -hmm. I'm at a point now where I can deal. No problem. I, for the most part, no problem, depending on what they say. But for the most part, I, I can deal. But the, the the importance, you know, of visualization is is huge because again, you 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 have to. I mean, there's been studies that have shown this. You have to. You literally have to train your brain. Yeah. As well as you training your body. Right. It's, they're both the same. In, in that it's sense, a muscle. It's a muscle, right. right? And so you have to lift. You have to you eat right. It's all the same shit. So you have to make sure your brain's in the same capacity. You can't have doubt. You look at people in the military, police officers who are well trained. People who are well trained, they're drilled. They're not just walking around shooting once a week. Like everything's drilled. The way they hold a weapon, the way they're everything. It's a drill. Very similar to what you're doing, but they're seeing things. And, and, and recording it, you know, in their in their memory, in their brain. So when something happens, oh, I've been here before. Right. right? I'm not going to panic. The average person panics. So when you have these like these mass shootings and these all these massacres, all this stuff happening, most people panic. That's usually why they end up dead. I mean, that's not true. But I mean, a lot of times, especially in small spaces, because instinctively you want to run, right? But you're like, I don't want to run. I'm freezing, and you have that flight or fright, and you kind of stand there and, mm -hmm. stay, and then you're getting picked off, right? And but it's that's normal. That's what ha that's what humans. That's what we do. That's normally what we do in our brains. Not our our brain. Our body does that, and so it's the same thing with visualization. And if if you see yourself being in dating, if you see yourself being with somebody, my my, my significant other is going to look like this. Mm -hmm. My girlfriend boyfriend is going to look like this. You know, and it may change. Right. But you got to see it. We're not to sell it for anything. Right. Right. So. Yeah. And what do you say to those people? Because I've heard a lot of examples where people are saying, well, I have to deal with someone hard or difficult at work in business. Mm -hmm. Right. You have the haters at work and then the person like you have to turn it off. So but their main like we go back about mental toughness, like mm -hmm. how do you tell them to really just ignore them? Like, don't I mean, if they some say something bad, it's just within themselves. There's yeah. something that they're not happy with. Yes. Yes. Right. It has nothing really to do with you. It's just a reflection of themselves. Yeah. And uh, so I think. I mean, how I would just deal with it would just be just ignore it, like just ghost them. They don't exist. Yeah, yeah, right? that's that's a that's a great that's that's a very great that's a very good uh, strategy to take when it comes to dealing with haters. I mean, simply put, I try to fill my I fill my life with people who matter, who who are who are positive. Mm -hmm where I don't have time like I, I don't have the time like there's no way I have the time because I have so much I have so many things going on mm -hmm. I have so many amazing people in my life 
I don't have the time. Like, there's, I couldn't even respond if I wanted to, right? And I'm not going to take time out of my day to do that. And, and, but also, you mentioned something about something that's in, inside of you. There's congruency in our lives. So when you, when you find, and this is a term I like to use, when you see somebody who, who's crazy, there's congruency in the craziness. So they're not just crazy at home or on the phone or on the computer. On the computer. It's at their job. It's the way they speak, the foods they eat. Do they sleep or do they not sleep? The people that they have that they date in their lives, it's all congruent. Everything's congruent. You very That's an interesting point. Yeah, we're human. We can't we we don't have the ability we don't have the ability to hide different things. We can't hide. We can't we can't be two people. You know, because you know who the people who are they're actors and they go crazy and they're on drugs because they're literally becoming multiple people. It's hard to have multiple personalities. So it's easy for us to revert back to who we are. So with that being said, it's very simply put, very simply put, you have to have um, if you notice somebody who's, who's hating you, I fill my life with, with positive messages. I'm always listening to inspirational stuff all the time, all day long, lectures, books, reading, all the time. Yeah, and I think that's a really good point and surround yourself with positive people. You have to. Yeah, and if you ever find yourself in that situation in the dating world or in the business world, mm-hmm. just go to your core group and and just look listen to podcasts and just yeah. fill your mind with positivity. They talk about the gratitude journal. Yeah. A lot of a lot of our friends do that yeah. and they listen and they find their chi yeah. <laughs> in the morning and yeah. they meditate. Um, I do that every morning. Yeah. For five minutes. Meditate. I, I say what I'm grateful for and I meditate. Right. Because I, how you start your day matters. Right. You know, I work on the wrong side of the bed. Bullshit. You chose to. Yeah. Like you, you I mean, whatever you're going through, somebody else is going through it too. Or right. worse. Or worse. Yeah, I was just going to say or worse. I mean, you know what? Again, my premise is at the end of the day, you're going to die. And do I want my last thoughts to be some bullshit that somebody said to me, someone was mean to me, someone online was a troll. And fuck all that. Like I had a friend whose wife died. I watched her. I watched her. I saw her a week before she died of cancer. 34 year old uh, from, from breast cancer metastasized throughout her body. Friends who died. The week after that, my dog died. I had to put him to sleep myself, hold him and oh put him to sleep. All this shit happening. This happened a couple years ago. And so the point of my story, from that point forward, I realized a simple principle. Look, we're gonna die. It's going to happen. Everything we do in life, someone died doing it. And so what legacy am I going to leave while mm-hmm. I'm here? So my whole goal is legacy from yeah. this point forward. Screw everything else. Yeah. I don't give it like it doesn't I don't, I don't give a shit because it doesn't matter. Right. Legacy. Yeah, no, I was. That's interesting you say that because when they were talking about, well, why did you start the dating advisory board and what kind of brought that to it? And you talked about your friend who passed away from <laughs> cancer. My best friend Jill okay. passed away um, from cancer in February, and she had had a um, nonprofit, still has it, and it's called JillSwish.org. Wow. And she was the funniest person. She would just light up a room. I mean, she just had this amazing thing, and and she, I thought, you know, how do I help? keep her you know out there in my mind and she said oh you should go out there and do it Jen come on well she called me clack clack okay. clack I mean, that was that but yeah she's like come on clack you gotta do it and I'm like okay you know it was, it was just talking about stuff like that but um but yeah so so tell us something uh some of the upcoming events or things that you're working on while we wrap up here and how people get in touch with you awesome so you can find me at uh, abongeka.com it's my main site you can also learn more about what I do economics is the name of uh, a leadership and training company it's uh, my last name E-K-A-N-O-M-I-C-S dot com we focus on your mission mindset and your money and that's kind of what I talk about what I train uh, the, the main part of what I, I talk about in training is, uh, is about leadership personal leadership I mentioned earlier uh, and, and all organizations individuals accordingly and I have uh, something called the Economics Academy which, I, which I'm launching it's a subset Great. of this book so you can learn more at, on abongeka.com but it's a subset of that book where I take a handful of entrepreneurs 
service-based entrepreneurs, and I walk them through the gamut of that book, but with additional strategies. So help them, you know, help them formalize their idea, help them price their product, create products and price them, especially if it's info-based, and then uh, create, show them the systems that I use to, to generate income, and then last after that, it's social, uh, especially Facebook ads and ad platform, how to use that, how to generate leads, and how to close them. That's awesome. I'm so excited. I can't wait for that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> well, thanks again. I'm so glad you were able to come on the show today. I'm so thankful. Me too. Yay, I love so this. It was awesome. It was fun. All right. Thanks. Thanks, guys. <laughs>